When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. The final standing team, meaning the final undefeated team in the NFL, is the Philadelphia Eagles after three weeks, 3 0, heading into the chapter two, part two of the reunion tour, taking on Doug Peterson and the Jaguars. Hey, this is part Philly. three, dude. Part three, Rager was the first part. part. Three. Rager was oh. the first part. <laughs> Come on, man. This is part three. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Philly Pod, your number one Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Stephen Conrad Jr. speaking here, the co-host, uh, the host on the other end, Victor Williams, who Air. I will repeat time and time again, has handed me the privileges and the honor of being the official intro guy of the Philly Pod now. Except is, when you don't feel I, like it, which does happen. Well, when was the last time that happened? I guess last episode. <laughs> the right? last episode is the last time it happened. I tried to give you, I tried to give you responsibilities, and then you hit me with the "I don't got it today." So, that's, <laughs> uh, thanks for doing the intros. It does take a load off me. The hardest thing about starting these things is the intros and actually starting it. So, once you get it going into a groove, yep. it's fairly easy to uh, to roll into it. But as Steven said, thank you guys for tuning in to the Philly Pod. Be sure to subscribe uh, on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Anywhere else you guys get your podcast, be sure to leave the reviews and rate five stars. Each and every one helps to grow the show, helps the exposure, helps bring it to new uh, football fans, Eagles fans, NFL fans. We greatly appreciate you guys for doing that and helping us become one of the top Eagles podcasts in uh, the city. Steven mentioned I'm Victor Williams. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at the Philly pod. Find all the content over there. There's film, there's breakdowns, there's videos, there's whole bunch of stuff for you guys to dive into so be sure to follow those platforms go follow steven on all the platforms at steven conrad jr instagram at real steven conrad jr real takes woke quotes woke tweets <laughs> real opinions be sure to go follow him on all the uh the platforms yeah, i felt kind of bad by the way guys if it, yeah know, real ones clear. not fabricated not just being homers not just he just he tells it like it is and a lot of it is not sane, not sane, but it's there. So you know why I chose that handle? <laughs> why? Because my man, if there was Shady a fake McCoy, one? real, real Shady McCoy. Oh yeah, I thought you had like a fake. Uh, there was made. a fake, yeah. Before I actually got on social media back in the day when I was in like middle school when social media like first became a thing, I'm you know going to sign up and apparently there was already a Stephen Conrad on there. I'm like, what? All right, it's your dad, it's your dad, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. I highly doubt oh, that. Oh man, I felt kind of bad for um waiting so long to do this episode. I've been uh, up to my neck in um 
as you know, Stephen, in uh, PFF training, that is some rigorous training they put you through. So I'm doing data for them and the uh, the training and everything they got you doing, the systems they use, holy hell. It's it's a wonder they come up with all their grading systems because they 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 are they, it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit you got to do. And I was up till five a.m. doing all that uh, last night. In addition to, of course, all the day to day duties of managing the Liberty Line, and I felt kind of bad for not uh, doing this podcast earlier today. But it's a good thing we didn't because now we have news, very important mm-hmm. news that does hamper this week for matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars as the Eagles look to remain undefeated. As Stephen said, the last standing undefeated team in the NFL following Miami's loss yesterday to Cincinnati and that's a whole another topic of conversation of what what the hell Miami's doing with Tua and and that's NFL has a lot of questions to uh, to answer after uh all of that but before we get into the preview and all the news and rumors and things like that Steven I think it's time to make some money it didn't go well for me uh last weekend but I think this weekend is the way we start making some money and you can do that <laughs> with the DraftKings because the NFL season is here and what better way to make money during the NFL season, then with DraftKings Sportsbook, there is a new promo out, Stephen, with DraftKings, where you can bet five dollars on any money line. And I have a story about this. Actually, All right, why are you when telling I, me? You're through, supposed to be telling me because you don't. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you because you don't bet, and you need to start taking advantage of this stuff because this right. can't be a one way. This can't be a one way street. And when you actually do bet, you win. So I guess you like to just pick your spots and 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 do it. Then I think but I pick new, my spots too much in life. But all right, <laughs> in life. Yeah. Yeah, you probably do, but new use, just get signed up for DraftKings Sportsbook. Deposit $5, bet on any NFL money line, and if your team wins, you win $200 in free bets instantly. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw cash whenever you want. Be sure to go download DraftKings Sportsbook app now with the link in our podcast description. Deposit 5 bucks, place it on any NFL money line, and if your team wins, you get $200 in free bets. I had a friend signed up last weekend. And he was like, I don't know anything about this. Who should I bet on? I said, the Chiefs and the Colts? Psh, Chief's going to Chief's gonna mop the floor with Indianapolis. And what did they do? They lose. They lose. Yeah, and he's so looking at me, me like, yeah, dude. You want me to give thanks my for the betting advice. You yeah. clearly... <laughs> thanks for the damn betting advice. Sometimes yeah. it's so, too obvious, guys. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think Matt Ryan was going to beat freaking Pat Mahomes. But yeah, yeah let alone uh, here we are. So thank you guys for taking part in that. If you want to win some money, don't listen to me. Obviously, go use your own best. Man, judgment. Never forget, I called the Steelers' first loss last season. They were ten and zero. That was two years ago. Something like that. That was two years ago. No way. That was two years ago. That was that was some time ago. Yeah, that's how long we've been we've been doing all this. So to get into the uh, the matchup this weekend, the all important one with Doug Peterson returning to Philadelphia as the opponent this time. Head coach of the surging Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, is looking good. He has his team hungry and motivated and looking with something to prove. The Jaguars were actually my choice before the season started. Of all the teams in the divisions, who could go worst to first? The Jags were my pick, and it looks like they could certainly uh, do that. But, of course, some injury news you will open up with. The injury report for Friday was recently released. Running back Boston Scott is out with a ribs injury, and cornerback Avante Maddox has also been ruled out for the game, who rolled his ankle uh, rolled his ankle in practice yesterday, so he will not be playing Sunday against the Jaguars. I'll get into all the uh, players that could potentially fill the void with uh, 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 Avante Maddox. Steven, now that, just on the surface before we dive too deep into it, how do you feel Where's your where's your confidence level with this game now that Avante Maddox is out? Christian Kirk is coming to town. He's been pretty good after getting a whole lot of flack 
or his contract situation <laughs> over the offseason. Where's your confidence level at of containing the Jacksonville offense? Well, I'm not going to lie. I was nervous before and uh, even more <laughs> nervous now. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, uh, look, guys, I mean, this is an opportunity for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to go into a role that he's familiar with, right? I feel like, again, he's just new to the team. He's very just. He's very new to the team. You know, it's an opportunity for him. I would assume, like you said, he's going to be filling in there in the slot or whatever you want to call it there. Um, so, that you know, I'm very intrigued to see that. I know this game's at home and it's in Philly. We're 3-0 and and all these things. And, and the makeup, the thing that I, and I said this all summer, the thing that makes me just in general feel very confident about the, this Philadelphia Eagles team is the mental makeup. And it all starts with Jalen Hurts, the fran- the the franchise QB, uh, Nick Sirianni, the head coach, who I I don't think I've ever felt any more confident than I do now. Um, and, and you can look at the rest of the roster. There's a lot of veterans on this team that set the tone, uh, and you can just hear it in their press conferences and just look at the way they carry themselves. You know what I mean on the field because that's what matters at the end of the day how the team performs. But this Jaguars team reminds me a lot. Um, I, I, there's not a particular example, but to me, this looks like a team who can come in. I know nobody wants to hear this right now, and people are probably already on Twitter right now tweeting at me who can come into Lincoln Financial Field and upset us and give us our first loss of the season because they got Doug Peterson coaching that team. And for some reason, this guy just loves the underdog scenario backs against the wall everyone counting him out i mean i remember when the jaguars hired him i don't for some reason even though the guy won a super bowl in philadelphia of all places people are like ah i don't even know if doug peterson peterson can fix the culture here well guess what i know it's only been three weeks he's fixed the culture in jacksonville all right can we can we just make that clear the, hey, the he didn't culture have a, is fixed he didn't have a high bar to clear with urban meyer last year so obviously sucks. obviously <laughs> So, yeah, but yeah, Doug has certainly gotten there, won the team over, and they have them feeling uh, feeling good. This is, uh, like like you said, it's a good heat check, a good litmus test for the, for yep. the Philadelphia Eagles. I said that about Minnesota, not thinking they will wipe the floor with them, but this, this Jaguars team <laughs> looks like they have a chance to be for real, and this is a good heat check for the Eagles to see how, how serious Philadelphia really is this season about being title contenders. Christian Kirk this season so far, 18 receptions for 267 yards, uh, 14, eight yards per catch and three total touchdowns on the season. Him or he and Zay Jones, the other receiver, uh, are the third leading duo in the, uh, in the NFL behind Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. And of course, mm. Tyreek and Jalen Waddle uh, are atop of that list as far as wide receiver duos are concerned in yardage. So with Maddox out now, Maddox has been very, very good to start the season with him out. Like you mentioned, the, the most obvious Replacement would be uh, Gardner Johnson, obviously a ton of experience and was very good at the position when he was in New Orleans. They could look to Josiah Scott, who is behind Maddox on the depth chart. They could look to him. He was cross-trained at slot cornerback and safety uh, during the summer. And they could also look at Zach McPherson. But the only issue with McPherson is that, number one, he's prone to playing on the outside. That's where he's comfortable. And number two, I'd assume the Eagles would want to keep McPherson you know, ready and healthy because Slay is banged up as well. So in case Slay has to come out and he's in and out like he was last week, they're going to have McPherson in there. So I think I think they have CJ in the slot. If I was a betting man, which I am, obviously, maybe not the best betting man, but if I was a betting man, I would assume it's going to be Gardner Johnson in the slot and they're going to have Kayvon Wallace 
add safety behind them if I had to if I had to guess. You look concerned there. <laughs> this this just literally goes back to our conversations on several podcasts prior to the Chauncey Gardner Johnson trade when you're over here yeah, and again Marcus Epps has been a great story. Who was I Don't gassing, first of all? Who was I gassing? You swear I just gas everybody. Who is it? Whatever, man. I mean, look. Who was I guessing? I wasn't gassing Kayvon. I'm surprised Kayvon made the made the roster. So I certainly wasn't gassing Kayvon. At the end of the day, the two better parts of the secondary are playing, and Darius Slay and and James Bradbury. Obviously, Slay I feel like has been nursing. I don't. Even, I wouldn't say nursing. The guy's playing through. It seems like he gets hurt every single game. I hear he's in the blue tent. He's limping, and he's like, no, 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 no. Don't sub me out. I'm staying in the game. Mm-hmm. And I will repeat what I said last pod. I don't know if he's got a back injury or what, but Miss Slay, God damn it, make sure you're massaging this man. I need him straight because. We know I, nobody, nobody knows more than us in Philadelphia how injuries can just domino and snowball. Like, I'm just praying things stay together here. I mean, as you just saw Tua, who had no business playing in that game on Thursday night, that franchise, for whatever reason, throws that man out on the field. And I don't think I, I can't get that image out of my head. I've never seen that happen to a human being's fingers. I thought it only happens to toes in certain circumstances, is all I'm going to say. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can't. I cannot do this. Yeah, <laughs> like man, Tua did. Like, yeah, he shouldn't have really been on the field. And on a short week at that, turn around and play Thursday. These neurologists or doctors, whoever is clearing these guys, I, I would love. A, remember when we were like, oh, we got the worst. Fuck, we got the worst medical staff. Oh yeah, league. remember those days? Yeah. Well, oh, hey, man. hey, they might be able to go stride for stride with the Sixers medical staff because that's oh, like what they're well, not. They're not, they're not that. Great. Well, I think we're all right, right? Oh, yeah, you mean the I, Dolphins. I, I, what are you talking about? The Dolphins medical staff and the Sixers oh, okay. medical staff are probably oh, told. Oh, my God. That was like when the Sixers threw him beat out there when he had a torn meniscus. You remember that against the Rockets? In the first hey, play, he dunks hey, on hey. Nene. So we're like, oh, he's all right. And then he's out for the year afterwards. <laughs> oh, man. What a time. What a time. And yeah, Christian Kirk quickly has become uh, Trevor Lawrence's favorite target in the offense. That $72 million contract that we were all laughing at doesn't look too bad <laughs> right about now. And the Eagles were definitely in the mix for, for Christian Kirk. Uh, mm. Obviously, before you know nabbing AJ Brown and the price got a little too crazy, how he bowed out of that, and he's been looking good in Jacksonville. Uh, the Eagles don't expect Avante Maddox's injury to be serious; just rolled an ankle, can't play this week, and hopefully he's back next week. So, uh, your confidence level in uh, CJ and Kayvon as the uh, as the players, who would you prefer to to be the the slot cornerback safety combo? In this instance, since Maddox is out, like who would you who would you throw in there? <laughs> what kind of question is that? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know who you the want. The guy who's an established NFL player. The other okay. one's good right. on Twitter. Okay, so I guess. who do you, do you want? who do you want at safety though? It's matchups. It's matchups. <laughs> Gannon will figure it out. Gannon will figure it out. Gannon, don't put that play card down. You cock. Well, never think- mind. What? <laughs> I was gonna say cocky. Never mind. I didn't finish oh. my sentence. He put the play card, the play sheet down. You saw in the second half, he got ahead of himself. All right, dude, we get it. I can't. I, can't, man. I mean, I think, one I of think these CJ... games, the offense. I, I would guess this game, this offense is gonna have to score some points in the second half. I will say that. Yeah, let's say that. Yeah, we'll get into all that. That's I how think Josiah Scott... figured out. By the way, I mean, I, look, I was just curious who you wanted in the safety spot. That's all. That's all. Because Kayvon's probably the, the only option. I, I mean, think isn't just... Chauncey literally better at lining up in the slot, anyways? Isn't yeah, it that's where he made. That's where he made. Speaking, that's I mean, you just you know, we're doing PFF training last night. You should know this. Why are you asking me this question? <laughs> All right, fuck off, dude. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, listen, this pass rush better get home. Just pretend it's yo. Just pretend if I'm coaching this team, just pretend it's Carson Wentz every game. Because holy hell, man, they could hey, go yeah, from we'll not having this. any sacks to we'll ten or whatever it was. Nine. There's a lot of parallels. I might get some flack for this. There's a lot of parallels to this Jacksonville team 
to the 2017 Eagles. The QB coach dynamic. You got Doug oh, Peterson. Man. You got a 6'5 quarterback back there tearing up offenses. Or tearing wow. up defenses, rather. Hey, I mean, they got they got Trevor Lawrence. Six, Doug, ha- Yeah, I mean, same. But Doug has Trevor Lawrence doing a lot of things that he had Carson Wentz doing in 2017. So, I mean, it just it just works out. And that's why Trevor Lawrence has looked so good in his, uh, in his sophomore season. The other injury, Boston Scott is out with ribs. The Eagles are more than likely going to call up running back, former 49ers, uh, running back Trey Sermon as, as the third should. back. So Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, and uh, Trey Sermon are going to be your backs. Uh, on Sunday, most likely, Stephen, what do you hope to see out of Trey Sermon if he gets any snaps <laughs> at all? Well, first of all, God forbid, if this team gets backed up on the one-yard line, or whatever, <laughs> I'm just thankful that we don't throw out the worst possible back in that situation being Boston Scott. Why did Boston Scott get that carry? I get he's small. Perhaps he can hide behind this offensive line, that nice little saying that this team has used several times. In that situation, I don't know. Maybe Hurt should just do a keeper or hand it to Miles. Or guess what? Trey Sermon, who is a, a quote-unquote power back, right? He's got some good size to him. Yeah, goal six line foot situations. Why are we going to Zach Pascal on fourth and one on an end around, by the way? Yeah, six foot two fifteen. Uh I will say that if Boston Scott doesn't get that safety against Washington, I'm pretty sure the shutout happens. Because that defense was playing like it was like fourth down goal line stand mm. on the Super Bowl the way they were flying yeah, for that. Uh, they were flying around for that shutout. And once that happened, they were like, oh well. My dad was that pissed is, uh, about that. He yeah, didn't really I wanted to shut up any points on the board, and I was like, I mean, Dad, we kicked his ass. That's pretty clear yeah, who the better QB is. I wanted to when shut you got up, negative though. passing yards at halftime, and Hurts is throwing for three hundred. It's pretty <laughs> pretty clear who's uh, a good quarterback, who's the oh, better quarterback. Man. Yeah, it's very 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 evident. <laughs> uh, Trey Sermon in his final season at Ohio State rushed for nearly three thousand yards, twenty six touchdowns. In college, he ran for one hundred and sixty seven rushing yards and one touchdown during his rookie season with the 49ers last year so people have been asking to see him and they will get a look at him well he'll at least be active because he's been inactive thus far so he'll at least be be active and we'll see uh what that what that leads us to so now we move on to the uh to the pass rush of jacksonville which is very very uh lethal to to say the least eagles are obviously Mm. a very strong running team but man i think if there is ever a game that jalen hurts is going to have to beat a team with his arm which obviously is much improved this season this is going to be the game. The Jaguars rushing defense, rushing yards allowed per game, just 55 yards allowed per game. That ranks first in the NFL. Uh, they only allow 17 rushing attempts per game, <laughs> which is first wow. in the NFL. Zero rushing touchdowns thus far throughout the season mm. allowed. Only 3.7 rushing first downs allowed per game, tied for second in the league, and 3.1 yards per carry allowed. Wow. Thus far into the season, which is fourth in the NFL. Steven, you sound like you didn't we weren't aware of this. <laughs> so no, this is change your approach. I was aware that their rush defense was good, but not that. Holy wow, that's like historical. It's gotta be. <laughs> Dude, that's insane. Yeah, it is uh it is it's they're looking very uh 2022 bucks ish, if I if I may say. Mm. And we all know how uh, how that turned out for Jalen Hurts last season, especially in the playoff game. So if there is going to be a uh, like I said, a game where Jalen Hurts is going to have to air it out, beat beat the team with his arm, this is this is gonna be it. What uh what are you hoping to see from Jalen Hurts versus this stout rushing defense? Are you go are are you <laughs> are you worried at all, or is this or or is Hurts still going to cook the defenses as he as he's done three games so far into the season? Well, I'm hoping to see a victory. If that's you know if that's am I allowed to just lead off with that answer? I mean, look, man, how many times? And again, like you said, you pointed out how good their rush defense is. I'm not discounting that at all. But how many times has this team 
faced a quote unquote the best rush defense in the NFL and we just end up running all over. Remember we did that to New Orleans last year? Weren't they like the NFL's best rush defense? They come yep. into Philly and we that ran all over them. That is true. Now I'm not saying that should be the point of attack. Um, but at the same time though, with that in mind, I don't think we should go out there and think like Jalen needs to pass the ball 50, 60 times to win this game. Like just play your brand of football, make adjustments. You know what I mean? Maybe we have success running it. Maybe we don't at the end of the day, the best version of this Eagles team we've seen three. I mean, if we're being honest, man, we've seen three different circumstances in week one. It seemed like a, it seemed like more of a rushing attack. It was balanced, but it was more of a rushing attack week two. I mean, Jalen clearly was throwing the football, but again, it was balanced. Week three, he was throwing that thing, and he was throwing that thing down the field. You know what I mean? So it's pretty clear. Again, it's three games, but we're confident in all aspects of the offense. So, you know what I mean? Go into the game with an open mind. Obviously, consider the fact that they're good at stopping the run, but at the same time, we're also good at running the football. So something's got to give, right? Something's got to give. Play our brand of football, which is close to a 50-50 split, in my opinion. But yeah, again, now. it's whatever the circumstance requires. You know what I mean? And I'm confident that they will figure that out. I'm confident Jalen will figure that out. Right, right. And, and in addition to the rush defense, they have to worry about edge rushers. Uh, Trayvon Walker, number one overall pick in the draft, and Josh Allen. Um, so they, they played against, who was it? Is it Darius Smith and Daniel Hunter in Minnesota? Some two pretty good edge rushers, and Hurts ran all over them. So we, so we saw that he can nullify pretty good edge rushers with his athleticism. And now they have to deal with uh, Josh Allen and uh, and Trayvon Walker against the uh, uh, against the Jaguars. Trayvon mm. Walker thus far into into I have to pull up his stats. Uh, Josh Allen thus far eight tackles, two for a loss, two sacks, four QB hits, and two forced fumbles so far in this season. I'll get Trayvon Walker stats up in a uh, in a second. But Jordan Mailata as well as Lane Johnson did a good job of nullifying those edge rushers against Minnesota. Do you expect a similar performance against Jacksonville? I mean, what do you mean by similar performance? Just making sure they don't get to the quarterback. How many times was Jalen sacked in Minnesota? Wasn't I mean, yeah, I mean, that'd be great, but I mean, he's going to be matched up against, is he going to be matched up against Lane or Mailata or does he like rotate? Uh, I don't know who though. I just know it's gonna be it's gonna be Trayvon. It's gonna be Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen against Lane, and <laughs> and uh, and and Mylotta. I don't know who's on which side. I'm not sure. It's a trench game. It's pretty clearly a trench game. And with that in mind, I like I like the Eagles' chances most times. I think that's what makes this team so good. I mean, obviously, besides the fact that we're literally hitting on all cylinders when you look at this team, you feel confident about really every aspect of the team, but. It all comes down to the trenches on both sides of the ball. And uh, it's interesting, you know, because sometimes you wonder, like, man, is this offensive line just due for one of those games, maybe a couple slip-ups or whatever? But even with that, right, like even with that, and that's how it works, right? As good as some teams' pass rushes may be and edge rushers more specifically, like if they're facing a good offensive line, they can be neutralized by the game plan. So like maybe the Eagles or go to the quick game, which by the way, I want to see more of the quick game. That's something that frustrated me with the Eagles passing game uh, in the last game. I think that's why we were having such a hard time moving the ball in the second half. I think we need to go back to the quick game. Like if, if Jacksonville is having success, if they're getting in there quickly to Jalen and disrupting things, I think that should be uh, like a reaction to it, a way to uh, counter it. You know what I'm saying? But for all we know, maybe the offensive line just come up, comes out and beats these guys up. Also, the run game is kind of a way you can kind of slow down the pass rush too, you know, keep them off balance. So as much as 
and I, I get this way every week. I know you do too. I get, I get nervous before games, especially if it's a, a team like this, Jacksonville, who's hot, who shocked the world against the Chargers. As much as I want to sit here and be and be fearful of them, I think, um, you know what I mean. The Eagles may just rise to the occasion with with the strengths of their team being, you know, the offensive line. Trayvon Walker of uh, thus far into the season has uh, where are we at? Where are we at? One interception, one sack, two QB hits, one tackle for a loss. So he's having a pretty good start to his rookie campaign as well. Yeah, those Jacksonville defensive line is nothing to uh nothing to scoff at. They 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 rush the quarterback well and they certainly are are elite in uh stopping the run as well. So we'll have to make sure that these guys are uh especially the offensive line could continue to keep Jalen untouched. They've done a phenomenal job uh thus far into the in, into the year and I expect that trend to uh to uh continue. Looking at the uh, offensive side of it, AJ Brown as you written earlier, AJ Brown will play after welcoming him his second child, newborn son, that was born yesterday. He was back and forth through the hospital. He practiced today, was excused from the last two days, and practiced Devontae Smith coming off his career performance, 169 yards against Washington. And uh, obviously you still have Quez in the mix and Zach Pascal, who they attempted to utilize more last week uh, for better or for worse. Um, this Washington, this uh, Jacksonville secondary, though, what's the, what's the story with them? Because I have no idea who's even back there. <laughs> You know, I was going to say the same thing, and it's funny. I guess you're correct about the uh, parallels between, you know, the, this Jacksonville team and the 2017 Eagles because that's how we were constructed. We had a, On defense, at least, we had a pass rush. And to be honest, man, I don't know who the hell's back there. So, yeah, this is the game, Jalen. Carve them up because I'm going to be honest. I don't know. I feel like ever since, damn, I mean, what about it? I think ever since the Jalen Ramsey trade. What has that secondary been? Has, has there been somebody else back there that's been competent? Because I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know much about their secondary. I think Shaquille Griffin. It. Yeah, Shaquille Griffin is there. He's listed as questionable. Tyson Campbell is the cornerback. Their safeties are Rashawn Jenkins and Andre Sisco. Don't know much about e, any of those four guys. Mm. Uh, so, so Sounds like sounds a passing like, attack to me. Yeah, it sounds like it. I'm going to look up uh, Jacksonville's pass defense, though, just to see how how, mm-hmm. how they've been. But we we pretty much know what to expect from the Eagles receivers. Uh, at, at this point, as yeah, long as I mean, uh, I, I, last game was huge for that. I think the first two weeks, and obviously Jalen did have that deep ball to Quez in week two, but I I think week this week three game is where you really saw the confidence between Jalen and the receivers going to going deep down the field to AJ Brown to Devontae, and not just deep though, but just like the confidence and the chemistry there. Like we'll, we'll, I will never stop talking about this play, and I know you you won't stop talking about it either. You've tweeted it, you've posted it on Instagram. The you know the fourth and goal, just kind of like scrambling, pulling anything out of your ass, which Jalen did, and he fit that ball in a tight window to Devontae. You know what I mean? Like it's just you, you feel really good about that. And then as you're sitting here researching the secondary, how they performed in three weeks, like um, it, my mindset is let's attack these guys. How's it coming? Uh, I found it. Jacksonville's middle of the pack, ranked 21st. They allow 251 passing yards per game, so not great, not terrible mm-hmm. either. Certainly plausible for Jalen Hurts to uh, be surgical if he if that's the way they're going to have to do it, clearly mm-hmm. because the rushing game is either going to have to be stellar or they're just going to have to try and uh, and uh, get it done um, through the air. And now there's one there's one other matchup that I'm kind of concerned about in this in this game, and it's the special teams because Jamal Agnew, their returner is electric. He had the, uh, I think it was the block. It was the uh, the missed field goal return he had last year. And he is a stellar, stellar special teams 
uh, contributor. And as we all oh, know, man. the Eagles are very lackluster in that area. <laughs> the oh, punter man, is horrible. Uh, the punter is horrible, and they just they're just not not clicking on. Yeah, we need to get the uh, Broncos punter. Uh, what's that? Who's that? Who's the Broncos player? I don't know, but he was a beast in that game. Oh. <laughs> that game. I feel like he had like how many times did that man punt the ball and put that put the uh, what was that the Niners or whatever? What team did they play? Was it the Raiders? I forget what team it was. Oh, the punt off. You mean the one where? where I mean, uh, sip off is sip ass. If we're being honest, he's not very good. Nope, not not. And Britton Covey, as much as you know, everybody hated on regular that guy. I fear for his life, man, generally, when every time he returns to football. Yeah, what's good with Covey, man? Last year he was getting blasted. <laughs> Last week it was not looking great. As it was we need to we need to figure out what the uh what the move is back there return. They had Smitty back there for a little bit. They said they just wanted to put the ball in his hands. They don't mm. anticipate using him a whole lot back there. But they wanted to to for a spark and they were like, We just wanted to uh to uh get the ball in his hands. Damn. So how nerve wracking is that? You're just sitting there on the sideline. I'm like, yo, get your ass back there. You're returning punts. I'd be like, what? No. What are you talking about? What the heck? In five NFL seasons, Jamal Agnew has six career return touchdowns, including one against Jake Elliott and the Eagles. So they're going to have to be mindful of, uh, of, uh, of that. So before we get up out of here, there's been a rumor, a recent rumor uh, going around that the Eagles could be, looking into uh, potential edge rushers, outside linebackers. They definitely want to bolster up the pass rushing depth with the uh, with Derek Barnett's injury because now who is it? It's Josh Sweat. It's Brandon Graham. Taron Jackson has been called upon. Patrick Johnson has been called upon. And so, and we all know that Redick, you know, is used in multiple, multiple ways. So now the recent rumor, this comes from uh, Eagles insider Adam Kaplan from over at Inside the Birds. He stated on the podcast that their understanding is they're definitely looking in to the OLB edge rusher market. Not talking making a trade, but they may work some guys out. Who knows? We'll see if they're in on anyone. Uh, we'll see if they're in on anyone yet. They lost someone talking about Barnett, so they should be. Now, the names that are out there, when you consider these names, you have D. Ford, former pole bowler. He's 30 years old. Jamie Collins, <laughs> 32. He's, he's getting up there. You have Everson Griffin, who I mm. think, I know he has like the mental issues, but you have Everson Griffin, who... At 34 years old last season, still had five sacks. And mm. he's familiar with Gannon from their time in Minnesota, so maybe that could be a fit. You have Alex Okafor. You have Benson Mayawa, who's 30 years old. And then you got two really good names. Jannard Avery, still out there. <laughs> and Nate Gary is still out there as an outside linebacker. So, <laughs> wonder Steven, why he's the, still uh, out there. The, uh, the need for, uh, do you think the need for edge rushing depth is as prominent as people make it out to be? And if so, what is a name that you think the Eagles should look into? Well, you know, I felt they were kind of thin there anyways, even with Barnett right. healthy. I thought that exactly. was something. But I, f- I just figured, like, they'll address it in the, this coming off season, maybe in the draft or, you know, in free agency or something. But, I mean, look, whatever they – you said outside linebacker. I, I think we just need – I mean, I don't know. The way this way, – the way Gannon runs his scheme, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I assumed we just needed strictly defensive ends, you know, but – uh, the guys you all mentioned uh, is just going to fill a need for this season. So I'm not against it. I mean, you mentioned a couple guys, obviously I'd stay the hell away from Jannard Avery and Nate Gary. The other names are intriguing, I suppose. Uh, you know, Everson Griffin, um, look, if, if that's how they feel, like if he's a good, just please. Uh, another thing I know everybody, like, especially when this team's winning and stuff like that, they're like, Oh, we need to get this guy. We need to get that guy. But like, and I trust Howie and the Eagles to do their due diligence, obviously, but just don't mess. Don't disrupt 
this locker room. You know what I'm saying? Like, just make sure whoever it is you're bringing in, first and foremost, can fit in with our culture here because we have culture, and it's a, it's really good culture now. So, it's again, it's a it's literally just for this season, obviously. But you know, if we feel like this team can make a run, go after it, man. I mean, matter of fact, why don't you trade for somebody? How about that? When's the trade deadline? Uh, I forget when uh, when the actual deadline. Can we do a Jay Ajayi type trade, but for edge rushers this season? Yeah, yeah, that's something to certainly look at. The Eagles have about eight and a half million uh, cap space as it currently stands, so they'll 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 poke around and uh, and and see what's out there. They are now uh, second in the league in sacks after their nine sack performance wow. on Carson Wentz. They are behind. Who do you think it is? There's only one team ahead of them. Who do you think it is? In sacks, um, AFC in or the, NFC? They're in the division. Oh, the Commanders? Nope. Dallas? Yep. Michael Parsons what? is a menace, man. man. He leads the league in pressures, I believe, Michael Parsons. So, yeah, they're getting to the QB. They're helping Cooper rush out until Dak comes back, which apparently is going to be sooner than later. He might be here for week six before that bye week. We'll have to we'll have to see. But first things Good. first is taking care of, of Doug Peterson and the Jaguars. And you got Arizona, Dallas, then the bye week. But we do try to remain unbeaten and move to 4-0 on the season. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Philly Pod. Be sure to subscribe, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your podcast. Follow me, the host, Victor Williams, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at uh, the Philly Pod. Do the same. For my co-host, Stephen, at Stephen Conrad Jr., Instagram is real. Stephen Conrad Jr., real takes, real quotes, will real content, real everything over there. Be sure to go give him a follow Steven what's coming up on the uh, on the YouTube channel. I assume some more breakdowns after this uh after this Sunday's game. Yeah. Yeah, in the in the immediate future and then obviously for uh real content's sake, uh next week we will be going. The Liberty Line crew will be going to uh Arizona. Hopefully 4-0 heading into that game and I plan we plan on recording a vlog. Obviously shout out to fans of Philly for making right. this possible. All right. Uh, so guys, stay tuned for that. I know a lot of people mostly are listening to the uh, audio, but hey, we're going to have a video. You can see Vic in action. You can see me in action, uh, you know, in Arizona, but we got to, we don't look that far ahead, man. Let's take care of business this weekend. You know, this game to me, and I feel like I'm going to say this every episode. I feel like I'm going to say this every week, but to me, like this is a test because it just, to me, it feels like a trap game because it's like. The Jaguars, even though they did what they did last week, I just feel like they're slightly underlooked. And, you know, we're, we're, we're like, everybody's at this point acknowledging the Eagles as the first or second best team in the entire NFL at this point, you know? And they're, they're giving us our flowers, deservingly so. But, um, and you know what's funny about this, man? Mm. I know I'm kind of rambling, but, like, you know how, like, non-Philly fans always say, like, whenever the the Eagles or a Philly team has, like, any amount of success, we don't know how to act. We, like, predict Super Bowls and all this stuff. Hey, you mentioned it on the last What are you talking about? You I'm the last nervous as shit. I'm trying to tell everybody to calm down. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm, I know how things get. We're so early into this damn season. You know what I mean? I don't want to peak or anything like that. I don't think we're peaking. But, uh, yeah, like, hey, what do you there... we don't know how to handle success? Or what, what are you talking about? Is there a chance that Gardner Minshew can give us any intel on Trevor Lawrence? Mm, they were teammates for, for 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 that little bit. Yeah, no. we really. How do we not touch on Trevor Lawrence this whole time? I think yeah. he's good, not great, uh, and especially considering the fact that people told me he was going to be a he was a generational talent coming out of the draft. Some people were saying the best talent since Tom Brady. Look, he looks good this season. I think Doug Peterson is doing wonders for him, but let's just pump the brakes. I haven't seen enough, and maybe I'm going to eat my words. 
I don't care. Eagles take care of business. I'm just saying. I've always the liked, brakes on the Trevor Lawrence hype. Do, I've you, always do you liked, agree? Like, I've always liked Zach Wilson more than Trevor Lawrence, even in that draft. What the hell? But I think number one, it's because of like the golden locks. Like I could do without the hair, and, I, and oh, then he just comes right. off. He We're just, talking football, he, man. And then he comes off as just like. It, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> what, is there some entitlement there or he, Yeah, it just feels like he is, but it is. Know, he is, seems is. odd. Yeah, he's definitely I feel like he doesn't odd. have there's personality stories, There's something. stories about him being odd, too, but, you know, it's uh, not our place He to, does look like it. He looks yeah, different. There's something not... Yeah, it's not our place know. to put those stories on. On blast, but yeah, guys. Uh, yeah. What are you uh, reaction <laughs> Nothing. I'll tell you after, after oh, the fact. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, reaction show. So we do it uh, at the very latest uh, Monday morning. So look out for that. Follow us on all socials, y'all. Uh, like Stephen mentioned, we have Arizona. We leave Thursday for Arizona. Tons of content coming up for that. Six preseasons on tap. I'm sure Stephen will be mm. screaming his ass off about how he hates Tobias Harris before the season <laughs> yes. has even stopped because he just yes. keep forgetting he's on the roster and he is still sticking around. Oh. But it's coming. Sixers are coming. Two parades in one year, y'all. Peace all out, right, guys. Right. Tune in. Going to be four, though, next time we hop on this show. Peace out from the Philly Pop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.